the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... What is up, everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of Beyond the Ballpark. Once again, we will talk about a team and our wheel this time landed on the Texas Rangers, which we're both very excited for. <clears throat> Sarcasm. Um, but you know, it's interesting that Rangers are just an interesting organization and, and everything that's going on. Uh, but we have a very special announcement here today. We have merchandise. You can go online and we'll put the link in the description of the episode. You can go cop some and, and it's great. We've got mugs, face masks, and uh, t-shirts uh, you can go buy. And uh, I would like to think they're at a good price for what they are. Um, but you can go see for yourself right after this episode. I'll put, like I said, I'll put the link in the, uh, the description of this episode. And you can go cop it. Brendan, any input with our great news of, of merchandise? Yeah, huge step forward for this podcast. I think you guys definitely buy one. They're, they're comfortable, and yeah, like you said, Patrick, they're good price, mm-hmm. um, cheap. So good T-shirt, and you can support us. It really helps us. It, it does really help us, and we would really appreciate it if you would cop some of the merch. So um, go ahead, do it right out after you enjoy this episode of Beyond the Ballpark, and uh, yeah, go rep your favorite podcast out there. So. And uh, without further ado, you guys know the drill. We're just going to talk about the Rangers today, and let's get into it. Um, so to start off, we kind of had a platoon at catcher, uh, and Brennan's going to start us off here um, with Jonah Heim. Yeah, for this first spot, we had uh, Jonah Heim. This is their um, other – they have two catchers. This is one of them. Uh, Jonah Heim, you know, uh, catcher, not really uh, Rangers strong suit – Jonah Heim, he's uh, he's not great. Um, in 2021, he had 20, 265 at bats, batted 196, 10 homers, 32 RBIs, and stolen bases, an OPS of 5697. You know, not great hitting stats. I'm not sure defensively. I'm not. I don't follow Jonah Heim. He could be really good defensively. He could be terrible. But I think what I've heard is that the catchers for the Rangers not that good. And let's talk about the other catcher here today, Jose Trevino. Um, he had 285 at-bats in 2021, 23 runs, 68 hits, 5 homers, 30 RBIs, 
stolen bag, 239 average, 267 on base, 607 OPS. He's just not that good. I've not heard great things about his defense, and he's just kind of just a catcher. I mean, there's nothing too special about him, uh, especially after beating that slash line. He's just not a good player. Um, and, yeah, the catch catching is probably the weakest position for this Rangers squad. Yeah, definitely. And then moving on to first base, you know, uh, not terrible player, Nathaniel Lau. Um, he's, you know, in 557 at-bats, he batted 264, 18 home runs, 72 RBIs, 8 stolen bases, and OPS of 772. Not terrible stats, actually. Uh, pretty de- decent uh, for a guy of 26 years old. So, Nathaniel Lau, not terrible, not like the catch position, but I wouldn't say he's great either. And now we move on to a very, very, very exciting position for Texas Rangers with their new acquisition, Marcus Simeon. Very, very exciting. If you are a Rangers fan to get this guy, because he is something special. He moved over to second base uh, when he was with the Blue Jays, and it looks like that's where he's going to be with the Texas Rangers. And he was just fantastic with the Blue Jays, if you listen to this slash line. In 2021, he had 652 at-bats, 115 runs, 173 hits, 45 home runs, 102 RBIs, uh, 15 stolen bags, 265 average, 334 on base, 872 OPS. Marcus Simeon has just been fantastic, excluding the 2021 season, which you know can kind of be taken with a, a grain of salt. He made an all-star team this year. Marcus Simeon is truly a complete package, and he's got a great partner at shortstop who Brendan is going to talk about right now. Yeah, this is the other guy they got, the other big guy. It's been a lot of money getting him. Corey Seager. Corey Seager, another really good really good shortstop, really good player for them. Uh, I mean, you can see by these stats. Keep in mind, I read these, that he was injured for part of the season. So, in 354. Three at-bats, he batted 306, had 16 homers, 57 RBIs, one slow base, and batted 915. No, those don't sound phenomenal, but um, he was battled with injury, so uh, you kind of um, so kind of take that into consideration. But still very good, very good, uh, very good player, and definitely if he doesn't get injured, he can play really well for the Rangers. Yeah, definitely two guys that they spent a lot of money getting, and now we move on over to third base. Uh, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, uh, the flying falafel, uh, electric that he was born in Hawaii. I always, I always think that's pretty cool. Uh, he had a, a kind of a nice year um, in terms of, you know, overall play. He didn't really play the power, but certainly was just very serviceable for this Texas Rangers team. 635 at-bats, 74 runs, 172 hits, 8 homers, 53 RBIs, 20 stolen bases, 271 average, 312 on base, and a 669 OPS. Maybe the maybe the Rangers look to upgrade. Maybe they don't. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with uh, Falefa. But he was definitely a solid little player, and he got hot at one point. He definitely got a little cold at one point as well. Um, but kind of Falefa, kind of just a good little player in, in Texas. Um, yeah, definitely. So now I'm going to the outfield. Left field, we got Eli White. Um, and Eli White, you know, he's not... Not that great. Uh, um, even, he didn't play in many games. Twenty twenty one. Not really sure why. Am I getting injured or something? Um, but 
here are the stats in one one hundred ninety eight at bats. He batted one seven seven, six home runs, fifteen RBIs, four stolen bases, and an OPS of five six seven. Not really good stats. Um, this is his second season in the league. He's twenty seven years old, um, so you know not crazy about Eli White, but you know I feel like he's a good, uh, decent player out there. Not terrible, but not great. Um. And now we move on over to another electrifying position for the Texas Rangers. Adolis Garcia, 28-year-old rookie, had a great season last year. 581 at-bats, 77 runs, 141 hits, uh, 31 homers, 90 RBIs, 16 stolen batters, a 243 average, 286 on base, and a 740 OPS. He really hit for a lot of power, but in his first season at the major league level, did make an all-star team, which was pretty impressive. Um and he's just a good player. He definitely had a slower second half uh, than first, but you know he's still a good player and, and very good moving forward uh, for the Rangers in the center field department. Yeah, definitely a lot of talent there. Uh, now we're going to right field. We got Cole Calhoun. Um, he came over from the Diamondbacks. I believe this was from the offseason, right? Uh, so in 2021, he'll be bad at – had 166 at bats, that 235 had five home runs, 17 RBIs, and one stolen base, um, and batted an OPS of 670. So, Cole Calhoun, he's getting a little old. He's 34 now, definitely back in his career, not great anymore. I don't know, he was ever phenomenal, but he had some decent seasons. Um, Cole Calhoun, you know, he's trying to, I think he's just trying to fill that spot. Uh, for now, because he's not going to stay there long. I think he's going to retirement soon. Calhoun, yeah, not that good. I can definitely agree. Just kind of a mad player. Now we move on to uh, to Willie Calhoun, uh, a fellow Calhoun to Cole Calhoun. Um, he in 2021 had 260 at bats, um, 26 runs, 65 hits, six homers, 25 RBIs, no stolen bags, 250 average. 310 on base, 691 OPS. It's kind of hard to judge with Lee Calhoun because I don't, one, I don't know too much about his game, and two, it's just kind of a small sample. But I don't know, they're half decent numbers, but at the same time, they're also not great numbers with the sample size that he had. I don't know, maybe Willie Calhoun just moves his way on out at soon, at sooner or later. I don't know, it's, it's kind of tough to tell. Um, but Willie Calhoun, certainly not the best outfielder out there. Um, yeah, definitely. He's, he's probably going to play DH for them. That's the first DH we've said so far. So now moving to the rotation. Um, their newly acquired pitcher, their ace, John Gray. Uh, John Gray, you know, decent pitcher. When you hear these stats, you're going to think uh, they're terrible. we got to keep in mind, he played in cores. So you can't, can't really blame him for that. Um, he had a in 29 games, he had eight wins and 12 losses. Also, that Rockies don't have great offense, so don't care about the win losses. Um, ERA 4.59. Also, chorus get that's going to be affected. The thing you got to really look out for is strikeouts 157 and a WHIP of 1.33. Those are the good stats. Those are that John Gray is a good pitcher. Um, definitely get the job done, and I don't think he's an ace pitcher. But he's he's definitely like a two or three spot guy. Now we move on to the second spot in the rotation. 
Uh, Dane Dunning, who is a former top 100 prospect, uh, he did show a little bit of promise, I guess, at the major league level. He kind of struggled with a with a weak offense behind him. He went five and ten in 2021, 4.51 ERA, 27 games, 25 of them were started. Um, 117 innings pitched, 114 strikeouts, and 1.14 whip. I think Dane Dunning moving forward is going to be really good. Uh, but for this year, not the best, you know, stuff um, from Dane Dunning. And but I do think he's going to be really good in the future. Um, yeah. Now we went to uh, another young guy. We got um, Colby Colby Allard. Um, he is. The number three pitcher in our opinion could be four. I'm not sure. Uh, he's not that great. Um, he's 24 years old in 2021. In 32 games, he won three games, lost 12, and had an ERA of 5.41. Played 124.2 innings. Struck out 104 batters and a whip of 1.28. Uh, those are decent stats. You know, not terrible, not great, but. Um, yeah, he's only 24, so I think he's got plenty of room to go and become a better pitcher and a better a better guy for this uh, Rangers rotation. And now we move on to the number four spot in the Rangers rotation. Spencer Howard, uh, formerly of the Phillies, he split his season between um, the Philly and Texas, uh, came over in the Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy trade. Um he was part of that blockbuster deal a little bit. Um, in 2021, not great stats. Uh, 0-5 with a 7.43 RA, 19 games, 15 games started. Um, no saves, 49 in, in two-thirds innings, 52 strikeouts, 1.161 whip. Uh, he has not shown the, the second-round promise uh, at the major league level, but I think probably moving forward, he's going to be much better. And I think once he gets a little bit more comfortable – Pitching at the major league level, he's going to be really good. Another one of their five spots. Um, this guy, next guy, Glenn Otto, um, is the number five spot, and he hasn't played a whole lot. Um, he's 25, and it was his first season last year, so he, he only played in six games. He started all six of them. Um, so, you know, this is going to be a small sample size. So he uh, won zero of them, lost three of them. ERA of 9.26, 23.1 innings, and at 28 strikeouts with a 1.71. Like, like I said, small sample size. Can't really take a look at this. Um, from this, though, he looks eh. You know, he's look very hard to tell from only six games. Um, so hopefully he can play a little more. Let me see what, how good Glenn Otto really is right now. This doesn't look promising. Now we move on to the number five spot in the rotation. Uh, or I'm sorry, we're done with the rotation. We're moving on to the bullpen. Sorry about that. Uh, Joe Barlow is the uh, closing pitcher for the Rangers. Uh, in 2021, he went 0-2, 1.55 ERA, 40, 31 games. None of them started. He had 11 saves, 29 innings, 27 strikeouts, and a .83 whip. Joe Barlow, 26 years old, looks really, really good uh, from the right-hand side, according to the stats. And, you know, he could be very effective out of that bullpen and, and could be able to lock up some games real quick uh, moving forward for the Texas Rangers. Um, yeah, and now we're going to their best reliever, in our opinion. We have John King. Uh, John King in 27 games. He started none of them. Um, he, had, he won seven of them, lost five. And 
ERA 3.52, had played in 46 innings, 40 strikeouts with a 1.15. Not terrible stats, actually a decent reliever uh, for the Rangers. This is now going into his third season, so 2021 was his second season. Uh, so, so still fairly young. He's 27 years old. He's got room to grow. Uh, definitely become a better reliever right now. He's decent, but maybe become great. Now we move on to Brett Martin, third pitcher in the bullpen. Brett Martin is honestly a solid pitcher. He will get the job done uh, from the left-hand side. He went 4-4 four and four in 2021, 3.18 ERA. Six, six games, none of them started, no saves. 62 innings, 42 strikeouts, and a 1.3 whip. Some Just some very solid numbers across the board. He looks like he could be a very effective pitcher uh, for the Texas Rangers. And again, 26 years old. Super young and, you know, a lot more room to grow uh, for this kid and Brett Martin. And could be a very exciting guy to keep an eye out for in, for the Texas Rangers. Yep. Well, now we're on the prospect. This is a guy who looks very promising. This is a pitcher from the right-handed side. Jack Leiter out of Vanderbilt. Uh, I think he's he was the second pick in the 2021 draft in the first round. Um, so they were Tech Rangers' top pick, and he looks, from the scouting grades, he looks promising. Uh, he has a 70 fastball, uh, and this is, if you didn't know, it's from 20 to 80. Um, so 70 fastball, very good. Curveball of 60, slider 55, changeup of 55, control 15, overall 60. Um, that Those stats are very promising. Uh, he has not played in any minor league games yet, but from what we see here, Looks very good and expected um, debut is 2023. So Rangers waiting for that day. They're still going to have Seager and Simeon. So when this guy's up, this guy comes up, they can really make a couple moves and become a better team. Yeah, there's definitely a, a good, good future uh, ahead for the Rangers and Jack Leiter. Now we move on to the alternate or the uniforms. Um, like Brennan said, no stats available for Leiter uh, at the moment because he did not pitch last year due to a lot of you know time in, at Vanderbilt pitching. So we'll just uh, move on right to the uniforms. Uh, we went with our fifth one. We went with the away jersey. It's just not exciting. There's nothing you know really to get hype about. And I would not go buy this jersey by any means, no matter what it looks like with a name or not. It's just not really, you know, what gets the blood flowing when you're buying a jersey. This is not the one that you want to target. It's it's probably one of the weaker away jerseys anyway. So, yeah, the, the Rangers away uniform, not great. Yeah. Um, now we've gone to the fourth one. They have five jerseys. So uh, it's the alternate three one. This is the red one. You know, it just doesn't look good. It does not it doesn't look good on players. All red. Yeah. Uh, does just really doesn't look that good. I would definitely not buy it. Um, I don't get it by any of these, but yeah, not a great jersey. And yeah. Now we move on to the third best jersey, and and that are that one in our opinion is the home jersey. Home jersey is just kind of weak. I mean, it's good, but it's not good, and it and it. Uh, it's just weird to put it up against other home jerseys considering all the good home jerseys out there. I mean, it went to like their newer t- 
type font that they went with in 2020. Uh, it's just it's just kind of mediocrity a little bit. And again, nothing too exciting to or nothing that you should get too excited about. Uh, yeah, definitely. Now we're going to number two. Um, we have the alternate two one. I think this is the one that most people know. It's the navy blue one. Um, this one, yeah, it's, it's decent. I def- I wouldn't buy it, but just it doesn't really look that good. Um, but definitely better than the other three we've said so far. So alternate two, not a great jersey, not terrible though. Um, I feel like it it does it kind of gets the job done. Now we move on to the most exciting. Uh, Rangers jersey, and that would be the alternate one, which is the powder blue or baby blue jersey, whatever you call it. It's a really nice looking jersey. Um, I think if I were to buy Rangers jersey, which I would not, it, this is the one I would get. But even then, comparing it to other baby blue jerseys around the league, there are still some others that I would, you know, seek over this one. Uh, I think the Mariners baby blue is really nice. I think that the uh, Blue Jays is really nice, even though. Um, you know, the Blue Jays are in my division. Uh, I should say in our division. Twins have a really nice one. Cardinals, Phillies. I think there are definitely teams out there that executed it better than the Rangers. Um, but it is the best jersey out of this batch. And those are uniform rankings. Um, yeah, the final score would be given a 5 out of 10 for these jerseys. Not great. Um, so now we move on to their best free agent. Available free agent for them if they're going to get one. And for this, we went uh, Clayton Kershaw. I feel like he's kind of—he's a veteran pitcher. He's—he knows um, his way around MLB. He's also a very solid, solid pitcher. Um, you know, there aren't a lot. Of, I don't think the pay, Rangers would get him since they've already spent a lot of money um, getting Simeon Seager this offseason. So, Clayton Kershaw unlikely, but if they, you know, best fit for them would probably be him. Though it's very unlikely that they're going to get him. And uh, I think expectations and hopes um, for the Rangers. I just try to move forward with the rebuild, try and uh, and, and get out of last place, finish a 500 or maybe even over. It's going to be really hard for the Rangers to do, but you just got to move forward in some facet, I think. Um, you know, this is really a struggling franchise on a whole, and there is really just um, – it's really tough – to, to just support a team that, that's just bad. But, you know, they just have to move forward, which is going to be a, a recurring thing that we say with a lot of these rebuilding teams. You just got to move forward with your rebuild, try and get the players developed and ready to go. And I think I think the future is very bright in Texas. But for right now, let's try and take the next step forward. Yeah, definitely. I feel like the um, – the, um... AOS is definitely getting more competitive now. The Angels are getting better. Athletics are good. Mariners are getting better. Astros are still good. Very good. Um, so definitely this division is getting stronger. Um, so it's going to be tough for the Rangers to come back, uh, kind of rebuild. But I feel like it's possible for them. And, yep, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Wrap on the Rangers. Um Hopefully they can become a better team at some point in 2022. Uh, and uh, that's pretty much going to be about for the episode last announcements. Um, so like we said at the beginning of the episode, go cop merch. Um, 
really awesome. I own one myself, so will Brendan. Uh, he'll get his soon. Um, and it's, you know, really quality stuff, in my opinion. And, you know, you're, it's some great stuff to add to your wardrobe if you are a Beyond the Ballpark fan. Uh, so go cop it. If you don't want, you know, apparel, you can go get a face mask if you need a face mask. You can go get a mug if you need a mug. Got some great stuff available for the next, you know, 15, 14 to 15 days. Uh, we will restock uh, pretty fluently and constantly. So um, just be on the lookout for that. And, uh, yeah, go, please go cop the merch. It's, you know, it would really help support this podcast. So if you want to go do that, you can go buy the merch. Uh, hopefully, if uh, I notice that we can get any emails. Um, like I said, last episode, you can go email us at Beyond the Ballpark. Um well, I'll put it in the description as well as the link to the merchandise. So you can go email us there, compliments, concerns, whatever you want to email. Um, maybe, hopefully we can do some shout-outs. Hopefully we can do some merch giveaways and, and stuff. Uh, we'd really love to do that, but it's all up to you guys. You just have to email, and we will do all that stuff. So those are our things. Go email us. Uh, go cop merch. And uh, Brendan, any last input here today? Yeah, um, go get the merch. Um, it's really, we really appreciate it. Um, it's I think Patrick worked very hard on the website, get it done. So now we find out. Please buy some. Um, yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah, I think it's it. Seems like it's a wrap for this episode. Merch in the description. Email in the description. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, yeah, with that, we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.